Well, 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 hello my friends, EK the Writing Healthcare again, with yet another episode of the story, the backsliding story. Well, today the story takes a slight turn, based on current events. As you already know, there has been a, an election in the great United States of America, and based on those events, People have been coming out and giving their two cents words here and there and the results are the lack thereof. One such person is one of my favorite personality. He said his piece and it leads me into rethinking today's episode. Whereas the backsliding story always takes a linear passage from beginning to where we are today, we are about to take a slight detour. Today I want to bring you a commentary by Steve Harvey as he sees things and commented on them on his talk show. Note, I lay no claim to the ownership of these materials. I use them on the assumption of fair use basis. With much thanks to Uncle Steve for his take on the matter. I thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, here for you is Mr. Steve Harvey, Uncle Steve. You know, um, this right here has been a learning lesson and a teaching moment. First of all, I want to talk directly to my people, black people. Uncle Steve wants to say something to you. I could not be more proud of the way you have responded in this election, win, lose, or draw. Because I am telling you something. You are looking at something that is shocking. You are currently watching something that's happening right before our eyes at a very pivotal moment on the backs of COVID and in the midst of Black Lives Matter, teaching and learning lessons are going down. First of all, to all the black people who thought your vote didn't count, are you watching? Are you paying close attention right now, even to this day at this very moment? To ever say again that your vote doesn't count is the biggest lie you can tell yourself and the, and the biggest unjust moment you can give to your ancestors and to us as a people. Because let me tell you something. This is a teaching moment and a learning lesson. And like that brother said in Detroit, we went from picking cotton to picking presidents. You don't know what we have done this election on so many levels. But they are watching now. And this is a teaching and a learning moment for us moving forward that we have the power to affect change in this country. Michigan was gone to the president by 300,000 votes until they got down there to Wayne County. Until they got down there in Detroit and Lansing and they started having, having to count us. And it's been ironic that in three of these places right now, the last votes that they're counting because they put us on the back burner is the one that's making the determining factor. And you can call it urban or in city or all this. They talking about black folks. You better understand that. 
So now, here we are at this moment in history where we are about to have the ability to correct the mistake. Now, however it go, they come up with something at the end. Do you all understand what we've done? And they all pay attention. Now, let's move on forward. This is also a learning lesson and a teaching moment for the White House. This is a learning and a teaching moment for the Senate. I watched this president discount Black Lives Matter. He never made a word to try to make us feel better about the death of Aubrey, George Floyd, about Breonna Taylor. He never sent his Department of Justice to go and do what the Department of Justice was supposed to do for us. Not one time. I want to cuss right there, but I caught myself. Not one time. So guess what? Now that you set up in here and Black Lives Matter has been discounted. Now you all have to sit and watch our votes as they get counted. See, you can discount Black Lives Matter if you want to in verbiage. But now you're watching these Black Lives votes get counted. And it's a sickening feeling for them. How they never paid attention to us. How they never tried to get us. It was them. Now. Here's the other teaching moment for that man up in the White House. I don't really care if he gets it or understands it. I don't care. He's incapable of it anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me. I just want to say this. You know the reason you're struggling in Detroit, why you're struggling in Philly right now, why you're struggling in Georgia with Atlanta? Because you didn't think we was worth it. Because cause you ain't paid no attention to us. Because you ain't never paid attention to us. You ain't never cared about us. Well, see, now we know that. And we showing out. I got news for you. You know why you're struggling in Arizona? Because of the hateful way you treated McCain when he was living. Do you know why you're struggling in Arizona? Because of your wall. Do you know why you're struggling? Because you, you pardon that racist sheriff over there. In, in, in Arizona that was mistreating all of the Mexican men and women over there and children. That's why you're struggling in Arizona. Because you pardoned that sheriff that was just stopping Mexicans on the street, harassing them for no damn reason. That's why you're struggling in Arizona. See, your evil deeds is coming back, man. You're dealing with them today. I don't care how you feel about what I'm saying. I want to say to my people, black people, Uncle Steve, proud of y'all showed up and you mattering let do you understand that we could win georgia do you understand that we may win pennsylvania cause of philly and because of atlanta do you know why we won michigan cause of damn detroit that's why that's why black lives don't matter okay so you sit there and watch them count these votes and with fifty thousand left in atlanta and we're only 18 behind uh-oh if we get 36 of the 50, you have a problem. They may or may not be the way how you see things. But as for me, it lines up perfectly well with some thoughts that I have in this very book. Therefore, today we are going all the way over to chapter 14, where I'll share with you some of my views on the subject. Next time, maybe, we'll come back and pick up from where we had left off in chapter 7. But as for now, we'll go over to chapter 14 and read for you a little piece called They Don't Vote Either. 
they don't vote either. Ask them to go out on the poll and vote on election day, one will be likely to hear words such as these, I don't vote, I have never voted in my life, or my favorite of them all, me uncle vote for Jesus Christ and him crucified, which means I only vote for Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was like, that's probably why they are crucifying your sons and your daughters in the street constantly while you and your kinds of people pray and march and protest because that's how things are done yes that is the way to get things done in your mind perhaps and then some but in the real world a vote goes a much farther way but you didn't know that won't know that you never did bother to stop and consider the facts. Meanwhile, the other people, those people who would have started coming in long after you came in on the vehicle, they have been making strides, great strides. They have gone way past you. They have gone and left you there covered up in dust, the dust of their passing. No, not that. Not passing away from us. But as they go passing you by on the bus, even in your most treasured things of all, like storing it up, look, look up there and I, they have been building too, putting up great edifices, monuments to the glory of their gods, while you are still there, like worshipping in hovels and in corner shop types of shops, talking about winning people to Christ, what people? What people do you hope to win like that? Don't bother to answer that either. We all do know the answer and it's meager. Picture this, head hanging low. Head hanging low as she sits there in a chair. The sullen face judges in the eye chair. Across the way sits 12 other sullen faced individuals. None of them even looks like him, but they are nevertheless there. They are there to judge him and to decide his fate. His mother prayed a lot for wiping his slate. She always does that. She prays, if nothing else. She was sitting there too, in the crowded courtroom, having been there since early morning. Now it's the afternoon. Her son was framed. She knew it. She knew very well that he didn't do it. He was born and brought up in the church. To take and put him away from her is sure going to hurt more than words could ever say. But she's here today and she'll continue to pray. Although she doesn't like the look of that awful judge and the juriors, mom is still sitting there. But then it was to have hit her in the square. Those people over there are not with her. From amongst your peers, they are taken. So they were to say in the answers and the shaking. No, not that, but. But none of them looks like me anyway. Then came the big question of the day. The question as to how, where and why. Where did all these people come from? Oh my, how did they come to be sitting up there and stand? Aha, uh -huh. wake up call for you, mom. 
Time now to take a closer look at some things and at how they are done. Time to learn how these things work to make them perform. Those people have names, you see, just like you and me. Yours could have been on the voters list too, marked as having polled a vote. Yeah, I know. You didn't know that, did you? The place where they had found those names? From the most recent municipal enumeration voters list, amongst other such things as this. But you couldn't bother. You wouldn't be bothered. Oh, brother. And then again, they were heard discussing and debating too on recent election platforms and in our view. They were being asked questions. Among them were questions as to how things should be done in a multicultural city. But minority, they say, are not properly represented currently. Are you going to do a study on minority issue in the city and in the state? Or in the province as it is in this case? No, 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 no was the conclusive answer long ago. Every last one of them, the politicians and friends, they all were to have said no. That was the answer coming in, sure and slow, in their response. The people who really mattered in any and everything concerning your life and mine. The way you live and get things done. In this business, oh, I mean, in this place you now occupy and call it home, as it is. Every last one of them, with no exception, was quick to say no. And why should they go any other way though? There'll be no benefits for them trying to do anything for the likes of you and me, nor for him. Not on any given day because we, the collective we, we did know since all of the records did show that you, you don't ever go and poll a vote either. Me vote for Jesus Christ only and him crucified. That's how they lied every time. So why should they bother? The politicians and others? Why should they bother with people who can't be bothered? What's in it for them? Nothing. But there are other people. People who will rally and make the politicians stand up and take notice of them and give them what they want in exchange for their vote. Not you though. You didn't know. So you sit there and wonder, how come? How come they, the newcomer, how is it that they are doing so very well? But you who have been here long before them, you can't ever seem to be able to get a breakthrough to the kingdom. Well, now you know why, I hope so, but do you? That's it for today, my friends. Thank you for lending me your ear chime again. Come join us next time when we shall bring you yet another episode of this story. Until then, remember this. Don't you ever hug a black brother? You already know that this is wrong. Who said so? It was the man. Don't forget to trust and obey him. Yes, that man. Always and fully. Yes, trust him. But don't you ever say those silly things to a black brother either. Things like, brother I love you. 
That's the wrongest of thing that you could ever do. Now, go to church and go pray for the remission of your sin. Or else... Or else what? You most certainly won't be going, you know, to that place. What's it called again? Heaven, I think. Or some such other fabulous thing. No, no, not to drink. Just saying. Do remember though, remember to like this page, share it too, subscribe and follow us on the Inky I Talk podcast, follow us on Spotify or whatever application you are listening to us on. Something is always going on here on Inky I Talk, where it's inky, it's sticky, can sometimes get pretty tricky, but until next time, I remain your very best of friend, E.K., the writing elk, and I am out. Just here writing love letters to my beloved black brothers. I thank you.